You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Countdown is, uh, uh, as people listen, one. 101 days to fall camp. That sounds like a long time, but really it's not. Just 101 days, and we're practicing for the 2021 football season. Yeah, you need to uh, you need to break this up. Like, let's break it down into you know what four days until the draft, and then you know, <laughs> and then some you know 10 days until you get your second COVID shot or whatever. Yeah, that's the way I like to drive from Birmingham to Lake City. I break it up like. If I get to Harpersville, okay, I'm, uh, now I'm good. Now I just got to go to Harpersville and Childersburg, Childersburg, Sylacauga, Sylacauga, Delic City. And all of a sudden the trip's over. It kind of works out that way. Well, um, we could break it up into months, but uh, but now we're uh, – I'm just saying it's going to be here before we know it. I know, I know 101 days. It sounds like a long time. It's really not. I mean, it's just really not. We're, we're going to do part of the countdown here, too, on the podcast. Not, not that it's going to take over the podcast in any way, but uh, – however many days there are until fall camp starts. Uh, we'll discuss briefly the uh, player that wears that uh, jersey number. So no, I think that's good. Data. Yeah, and we will we'll do that. the time. Yeah, I, I like yeah. that. We got – you. look, truth of the matter is, I mean, we'll always have some stuff to talk about, but you also need some time killers, and uh, those things can be it. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I'll be talking about Built Bar in just a bit. Jimmy, I'm gonna go off the reservation here for just a second. First of all, do I need to stop saying that? Is that is that a bad thing? I don't. Even, do people? Did you just watch Seinfeld? No, but that was literally I, a joke on. I was literally a joke on Seinfeld that I watched yesterday. I watched an old old Seinfeld. It was actually from early Seinfeld, and he was very interested in dating a Native American girl, and uh, it was it, he was always saying something wrong, and she's like. Uh, which restaurant are we going to? And he said, and she goes, that's very crowded. And he's all right. That's okay. I already made reserve. And then he would stop yeah. himself. And he said, he I got him from a scalper, you know? Yeah, exactly. He said that same exact, same exact joke. Yep. Uh, so he was uh, always feared. He was uh, saying something wrong. And, uh, and, and sometimes he did. You know, and all right, not to get too political, but See, it's gotten to be one of those things where I don't ever think of it as like a derogatory at all. I think it's just a saying that is permeated or a culture. And now it doesn't, it has no meaning whatsoever other than saying, I'm not going to talk about what we normally talk about, which is the bottom line. I think instead of talking Alabama, just for a second, you know, here's something, could LSU leadership be any worse? And I want to get the locked on LSU guy and we've had him on before. But I, I can't imagine anybody who's a fan of that program, uh, a booster, whatever, that that is happy with the way things at LSU are going in terms of, okay, so their answers to, okay, their coach was caught on literally on tape cheating his ass off. Um, yeah. and, and their answer to that is, well, we don't really know what he was talking about. We know exactly what he was talking about, number one. Um, secondly, then they have one of their best running backs over the last 20 years. Uh, he is, he, he is turned out he has been at worst a horrible womanizer, or excuse me, at best a horrible womanizer, at worst borderline rapist. Um, 
And their, their solution, and this is the dumbest solution that I've ever heard of, they're just going to erase him from the record books like it never happened. Well, see, like, like, like we never took him here. He was never here. Never that, happened. That, that's so that's so um, demeaning to those. You're basically saying, hey, yeah, look, we're just going to forget this whole thing ever happened, and we're not going to have <laughs> any. any. You know, I think you should do the other, go the other way with this. Keep him in the record books. I've always said this about NCAA when they say vacated wins or vacated championships. No, that's, don't put any asterisks by that shit. That didn't do anything because people know what happened. People saw what happened. Um, what you do is you start hitting people in their pocketbook or you say, okay, or you start taking away scholarships. You do real things. I mean, LSU deserves punishment for the, the Darius Geis ordeals. And I use the term plurally. Um, they, they deserve some type of, uh, punishment for that. And I don't, you know, will they get it? I don't know, but I can tell you this, erasing his name from your record books is just the smallest really you'd be better off doing nothing. If you ask me, just, you'd be better off saying, you know what? We just, uh, we just don't believe y'all. And so we're just, uh, we're just going to be okay with this. I mean, you could really, I mean, I know this is not exactly what happened. So, so I'm not, I'm not repeating like the event as, you know, like it's a play by play, but just imagine uh, after Darius guys have been on campus for a little while, someone goes to the coach or the athletic director, or someone in authority, and says, look, uh, Geis is like a criminal perv. I mean, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're all pervs, but, but Geis is like a criminal perv. He, 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 disrespects, he disrespects, assaults, and threatens women. And the response out loud is, he's a good player. Let's just uh, let's keep him, and let's keep putting him on the field, and let's see if we can't just manage the various assaults and disrespecting uh, the girls and females that we have on campus. But uh, he's a good player, so let's just keep him and play him, and we'll just do our best to, uh, to cover up all that stuff. Now, and I know I mean, that conversation didn't happen, but that is actually what happened. That's what happened, and that's almost what is continuing to happen with the idea that we're just going to erase his name from the record books. They're still managing the situation instead of addressing it. They're solid tangible things you can do to improve the situation at LSU, like education, like actual punishment for, for, for male or even female students that, that, that offend others in, in this way or assault others in this way. There's just tangible things that they can do to improve the institution and the university and make, make everyone feel safer. But their response is, oh, take, take out a pencil and erase his name? Yeah, you can't That's, just... It's absurd. Jimmy, you can't etch a sketch and just shake the last several years and say, okay, um, various guys wasn't here. Well, I'll be like, but I remember, like, I, I can watch video. He was on the field. And, you're, you know, this grandmother that was 70-something years old or 60-something years old that he, you know, really verbally assaulted practically he, he didn't practically he did verbally assault her and probably would have done worse if there if there had been the opportunity um and you're basically saying look lady i don't we don't know who you're talking about because yeah we've, we've, we've erased that now yeah we've erased that we've now. taken care of this 
We've you know taken what? care of this. Have you ever dated somebody? I remember I dated somebody in college, and I remember this tactic from from guys and girls. It wasn't a strictly female thing, guys and girls. And uh, But I didn't date any dudes. I'm just saying. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I'm really going Seinfeld on you. Um, but... <laughs> But no, I was dating a girl one time and she tried this tactic and, and I hated it because we, we had been in a fight. And then like, instead of acknowledging the fight and giving, you know, like, hey, this is where I screwed up and, and me going, this is where I screwed up. She said, hi, you know, and I'm going to use a made up name. My name is um, Caroline Stump. You know, what a terrible name to make up. But I hope, and, that's, a, I hope that's the actual name. <laughs> and she just stuck her hand out to shake my hand. And I looked at her and I was like, we've been dating for eight months. You can't just shake my hand, say your name, and then everything's everything's forgotten. I was like, we have to acknowledge that some of this shit happened. And so you know, that's what LSU's doing to the rest of the college football world. Hey, I'm the Louisiana State fighting tiger, fighting Bengal Tigers. How are you doing? No, we're like, oh, ML, we know who you are. You've been around for a hundred years. So, but he's, uh, it's so crazy down. I, it, they have their own fiefdom or something. I mean, it's their own little tucked away. They just. Yeah, that's very frustrating. No, and Jimmy, you're yeah, right about whatever. that. That's a good point. And I think, see, I think we all can live with Louisiana having their own fiefdom in a political sense, in a social sense. You know, like when you go to Louisiana, you know there's certain things you don't do. I mean, you don't, you know, don't pick a fight in a swamp. You'll never get out of the swamp. You'll be, you'll be eaten. You know, you just don't do certain things. You know, you don't try to go to New Orleans and clean up. It's going to smell like New Orleans forever. We all know this. So there's things we do. But when it comes to football, and we all have this these parameters we're trying to work within, or when it comes to sexual assault, even more so, if somebody commits sexual assault, I think the best thing to do is say, hey, look, guys, this is where we screwed up. We, we need to own up to this. And we're not trying to throw Darius guys under the bus because, I mean, he was younger back then. Maybe he's a better person. But we need to clean our university up. This will never happen again. You can't just say, erase, erase, erase. That doesn't work. Oh, yeah, I think it's like, yeah, there's tangible things you can do to prevent it from, to try to prevent it from happening again or create new policies and procedures for how we're going to handle this. As a matter of fact, it's a good lesson. I, I know that the folks in Tuscaloosa are super smart. I think anytime something like this happens to our brethren universities, the absolute last thing you should do is say, oh, thank goodness that'll never happen here. That's yeah. the worst thing to do. What what you do is you learn from their mistakes before you make your own. You learn from their mistakes, and you're like, okay, we need policies and procedures in place to where it happens when a complaint like this is made about one of our players. This is how it's going to be handled, period, because we're not going to do what they did and I, be in their position. I mean, that that's how you do it right there. You, you, I hope you that handle it before it ever happens. I hope that if LSU does take his name out of all the record books, that everybody else even makes his name more prominent in their record books. Like when Alabama plays when Alabama plays LSU in our program, it says the Alabama Crimson Tide versus the LSU Bengal Tigers, former home of Darius Geis. <laughs> like on the program <laughs> former title. <laughs> former home of Darius. <laughs> That's right. 
Um, you know, the okay. number one way to handle it, I, I, know, I know nothing, or as a lawyer, just PR, the number one way to handle something like that, when, when, a, when a football player or an athlete has been accused of something like that, I think here's the best policy. It's not a football or athletic department issue anymore. When yeah. someone's accused, it's got to go somewhere else. You, you got to don't even look like you have the appearance of, hey, football or the athletic department's trying to hide this. No, no. When the complaint's right. made, say, hey, uh, we'd like to help you out. We'll do what we can, but you got to go see, you know, doctor or so and so over at Rose Administration Building. This is not. This is not a, a football or athletic department thing. This is a university thing, and uh, good luck. They'll tell that, that uh, they'll be, tell us they'll tell us when you can practice and play again, if ever. That would be so LSU to be like, "Hey, Darius, guys, we need you to go to Rose Administration Building," and he's like, "Where's that?" And they're like, "Well, it's on the campus of the University of Alabama because we no longer <laughs> recognize you as a human being, so you need to go take care of this at another school." Uh, well, Saban's been down there. The weird, yeah, Saban's been down there. The thing is, they they know Saban would know how to handle it. They probably did send him there. They probably wanted to. <laughs> Go see Saban about this. He'll know what to do. We're way past due for a live read. BetOnline.ag is where you want to go. If you want to bet on LSU, former home of Darius Geis, to uh, win any sport, you can go to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline.ag is the website we all go to. It's awesome. It's the best betting website on the planet, literally on this planet. Now, there may be other planets that have betting websites. I don't know. But I do know that betonline.ag is the best betting website on planet Earth's. So go to betonline.ag, check them out. You can bet on football, basketball. You can bet on futures. You can bet on reality TV. You like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm not sure if you can bet on those two, but I would give it a whirl because those are really two kind of fun shows that are guilty pleasures. You might be able to bet on like who slaps who next, but you can bet on things like The Bachelor. I know that or Survivor and things like that. So go check them out. BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. Also want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media. KAL-media.com, Michael and Cassie Moore, husband and wife team, Michael, literal great American, uh, served two tours in Iraq, and he's a decorated veteran, just a super dude. When he got back from his military service, he decided to go into industrial design, and he started this business with his wife, who is just great with people and just a lovely woman, and they, they want to help you visualize your architectural dreams. Okay. So you got all these 3d models and all these renderings, everything that you can think of like a kitchen remodel, you know, your kitchen's outdated. I mean, everybody's, it doesn't take long for a kitchen to get outdated and yours is I've seen most of y'all's kitchens. They're all terrible. Go. So go check out kal-media.com. They will help you. You need a new kitchen. A kitchen's a big deal. Or, but you know what? They can also help with a bathroom remodel. They can help with a whole home remodel. But I would say start with your kitchen and then go from there. But if you got a whole home you want to visualize, go for it. KAL-media.com, they can help you. They're right there in Baldwin County, Jimmy's Neck of the Woods, and they're great people. And I'm pretty sure they're big Alabama fans. So at, at the very least, just call them and say, hey, thanks for your service and roll tide. They would certainly appreciate it. All right, Jimmy, we got to do two quick segments now because we took so long on that first one. Um, did you see any of the other spring games yesterday? I know Tennessee had theirs, and apparently that apparently looked like a 
hot garbage convention. I I can see now. Maybe I'm I'm underestimating Josh Heupel, and if I am, that's uh, if I am, I, I apologize to Josh Heupel, assuming that that's something I'm doing. But uh, no, I I foresee a horrible horrible season ahead for Tennessee football. Horrible. I'm going to say four and eight. Four and eight, three and nine. Yeah, you know what? Let me. Um, I'm going to pull up their schedule really quickly. I think they got bailed out a little bit because they um, they played Pittsburgh this year. They don't play Oklahoma. Isn't that right? They. Uh, I think they do play Oklahoma. Don't, uh, now I'm not so sure. I think it's Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm, I'm it pulling up. it up right now. Hang on. All right, here we go. Follow it is right Pittsburgh. It, yeah. It is Pitt. They play Pitt. They'll lose. Bowling Green, then Pitt, then Tennessee Tech. And now check this out, though. Then at – yeah, I think two and one. I think you're right. Then at one. Florida, at Missouri. Two and two. South two and three. Texas, I think two, two and, and three. Two and yeah, three. two and four. Yeah. And then South Carolina at home. Now, they can win that one. Possible, possible. I'll say three and three, but that's a gift. Um, and then Ole Miss at home, and I think Ole Miss buries them. I do. I promise you, I do. Yeah, Ole Miss will score too many points. Three and four at Bama. I mean, is that even worth three discussing? And five. Yeah, three um, and five at Kentucky. I'm going to say three and six. Me too. Georgia at home. Three and seven. South Alabama. Probably a win, but I'm telling you, this new Jag <laughs> coach is pretty good. He's good. This new Jags coach is good. But you I, know, I, I, we'll call it a win. I know, but I, win. Four. I want They're South Alabama. I'm usually a pro SEC guy, but I want South Alabama to win to just be like Tennessee. Y'all can't even beat our southern neighbor. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, so I'm going to say it's a win. So that's four and six. Vanderbilt probably a win. Vandy's terrible. Vandy that's four. And, that's five and seven if they beat Vandy. You know, I'm surprised that we got up to that fifth win. I, I, I don't. I, I think we gave them that South Carolina thing. I think you know it's early before I do official predictions. I love doing our official predictions right before the season starts and all the information's in. And I think I'm more likely to say four and eight than five and seven. But uh, boy, it looks to me like five and seven is an absolute ceiling. No, I'm with you because you know, it feels like to me that we gave them a win on everything yeah, so, that was close because I don't think Ole Miss is going to be close and I think the rest of them are blowouts so I think that the uh every win that was going to be close I think we gave them a win and I think you're right I think they lose to Vandy or South Alabama or South Kakalaki or Bowling Green even or somebody like that yeah I think South will be improved I mean I mean they've been South Alabama's been non-competitive frankly for three or four years and, and they still it's the same roster right well it sort of is and sort of isn't and uh, I've got some growing optimism in that dude. Uh, I think he might be a thing. Kane Womack is his name, and uh, he's young. He's in his 30s. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator at Indiana, as we all know, resurgent Indiana, uh, which was good behind that defense. And uh, Kane was a defensive coach under Joey Jones, so he had previous experience at South. Uh, and then again, Help lead that Indiana resurgence in the Big Ten, and uh, this is his first season, and the first thing he does when he gets here is, like, I need a quarterback, and he talks Jake Bentley into grad transferring in, former SEC starter uh, and, and a very experienced guy for that league, for the Sun Belt. So Jake Bentley at quarterback 
with one of the best players in the Sun Belt at wide receiver in Jalen Tolbert. So, uh, I mean, I, I, they'll, they'll be more competitive for sure. Are they going to win the Sun Belt? Probably not. Are they going to win 10 games? Probably not. But could they beat Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, they could. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15. Get 15% off that order. Built Bar, absolutely delicious. I've been gnawing on these birthday cake ones they sent us, and they are fabulous. But they've got all kind of flavors, and they send us all these different types, too. They've got these fluffs that are like marshmallowy and just absolutely delicious. They're either covered in chocolate or white chocolate, which isn't technically chocolate, I know, but you know what I'm saying. And they've got... Uh, They've just got all this flavor. They really do. Like a lot of times you see a bar and it's like, hey, it tastes like this. And you're like, no, it tastes more like tree bark. This tastes like exactly what they say it's going to taste like. Go to BuiltBar.com. Give them a whirl. You will absolutely love them. I promise you. They're great for a keto diet. Good to maintain or to lose weight. Uh, just You can put them one in your pocket, have one at lunch, and you're not hungry till dinner. I promise you. I absolutely love them. BuiltBar.com. B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. BuiltBar.com. Promo code locked on 15 All right, Jimmy, to wrap up, uh, just a, a note on Alabama football uh, Ronald Williams, we hardly knew you, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we want to be harsh, and, and uh, we, we try not to be harsh. We're, we're sometimes harsh, and we try not to be. But uh, we have to evaluate the football program as a whole, right? When you look back on it, uh, this was a bad take. And, and I say that in the sense that don't you only sign a junior college guy if you expect him to come in and start immediately. And now we're into year two with, with Ronald Williams, and he's on the third team. He's even behind true freshman Kool-Aid McKinstry and Marcus Banks, to say nothing of Job and Jalen Armour Davis. So uh, just wasn't uh, quite good enough at this point to uh, start at Alabama. And uh, we wish him well. Obviously a good kid, never was trouble, worked hard, tried hard, uh, but he wants to play. And, uh, hey, the kids that just aren't going to play, I mean, the kids that we signed, they come in, and, and they're here for a couple of years. It wasn't like he was only here a semester and went, uh-oh. No, he, he tried. He, he was here for a while. And the kids that are coming here, and they're just not going to start, and they want to play, why would anyone begrudge them? I mean, fine, fine. I mean, I think it's great. Uh, I hope he picks a good school. But most importantly, as we talk about here with all these new rules, what me and Luke are always complaining about, Ronald, hey, whatever happens, go graduate, man. Graduate. Graduate from college and to have a backup plan to football. And and uh, gr- graduating with a college degree has just never been more important in this uh, hyper-competitive world. So uh, go somewhere, play in the games, and graduate, Ronald. You know, and a couple of things. First of all, I think it is easy to say it's a bad take, and I think technically that's correct. However, I would also say this, that, you know, if somebody had gotten hurt, in that position, maybe Ronald Williams could have been more serviceable than we know. We have recruited beyond him, Correct. but maybe he could have been. He just he Correct. wasn't a star, and there, again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'll also say this. For anybody who wants to say he's scared of competition or blah, 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 I'm with you. Don't begrudge him. In fact, he's doing us a favor because he's freeing up a spot. And um, you know what? If I were him, if I were Ronald Williams at this point in my life, I would probably be looking at things like, okay, football probably isn't in my professional future, right? I mean, I'm at, I'm playing at Alabama, which is, which is the Detroit Lions light, and I'm not making a move. I'm not making a move at all. 
So I'm probably not going to do it when we go to the next level and everybody's better than what I'm dealing with right now. So um, why don't I stay here, stay with the University of Alabama, get my degree, as you mentioned, and um, just be around some some dudes, win a couple of championships, get a few more rings. If shit gets bad, I can sell my rings on eBay. I mean, you know, I can, I can still, I can stay on campus and still be on the Alabama football team. And the third team defensive back on the Alabama football team probably still has a better chance of getting a late night date than the first teamer at Bowling Green. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I think there's a lot of positives to him staying around. So he's doing us a favor by leaving, if you ask me. Well, we need the scholarship. There's no question. I mean, we're at about 92, maybe even 93. So Alabama does need the scholarship to fit everyone in. So I do think that it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know if a favor is the right word, but it's a win-win. Uh, Alabama needed the scholarship. Ronald wants to play. It's win-win so long as the kid, so long as the kid graduates. And let, let, let's let's hope that happens for for him. And uh, again, there there is some good to come of these new rules and uh, Ronald Williams leaving and going somewhere else and playing so long as he graduates, I think uh, highlights the good of these new rules. Now the bad is just to pick a name. Let's say it was Marcus Banks that was leaving. I'd be, I'd be a little upset about that uh, as an Alabama fan because I'd be like, whoa, 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 you're on the second team. You're, you're one ankle turn away from, from right. being a starter. You're, to me, when you're on the second team, even though you might not be starting, you might not be playing as many snaps as you'd like, but you're an important player. You're an important player if you're, if, if you're on the second team. And, uh, you know, Ronald Williams leaving, I think, is one story. Marcus Banks leaving would be a different story, and I'm, I'm not sure that would be a great idea, you know, speaking as an Alabama fan. Now, Marcus, I'm sure, you know, would like to be a first-team guy, of course, but what I'd tell him is, hey, you're second team now. But uh, one of the first-team guys is a senior, basically, and Josh Job. No one expects him to come back to the team in 2022. Uh, Jalen Armour Davis, it, should he hold on to the other spot, is also draft eligible after this upcoming season. Uh, so, you know, and, and there's other spots as well and other things you can do, like on special teams in the meantime. So I would have a, a different opinion if it's a different kid in a different situation. But for Ronald Williams, I think it's just kind of win-win. Yeah, all you have to do is tell Marcus Banks, hey, Wally Pip was first team too. You know what happened with that story. So, um, all right, Jimmy, that's going to do it for this episode. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.